0: You're listening to Wholesaling Inc, episode number 1071.
1: Do not worry about setting up big goals, but of course, taking massive action is important. Not just setting up goals and not taking any action is not gonna do any better.
0: This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. This is Todd Toback and welcome to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast. If this is the first time that you're listening to the show, I want to welcome you. You are absolutely going to love today's show. Today, we have Kapil Singla, 21 years young. Been three years in the business and on track to do over a million dollars in his real estate investing wholesaling business. With a few other caveats, which I'm just so pumped up, but 21 years old working in the South Bend market. I mean, small, small town, 21 years old in the market for a few years. I mean, a lot of excuses not to succeed. Kapil,
1: welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Todd, for having me.
0: So Kapil, I'll kick it right off. Tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you uh, get involved in real estate in 60 seconds or less?
1: Just had a passion for it from a very beginning. And uh, when I moved from India to US, I saw an opportunity in it and uh, I wanted to try out. So I jumped right in, went all in and uh, you know did my first deal in uh, 2019.
0: Okay. So th- let me backtrack a little bit. You moved from India as an immigrant yeah. to the US. How old were you?
1: I moved here uh, 40 years ago when I was 17 years old.
0: So, and I did not even know the full story behind that. So you've been in this country only four years, right? Yes. <laughs> and kind of like, what was your financial situation when you moved here?
1: Uh, well, me and my family came here with $1,500 and a lot of debt, but the financial position was, was pretty tough for the family. Okay. We just had the courage and uh, you know a, a dream, really, that America is going to change. Uh, our lives. So,
0: so this is getting better and better. So 1500 bucks been here for four years, <laughs> uh, yeah. wanted to invest at, at, at 1700 also in debt, right? So, okay. You moved to the U S you want, you had a passion for real estate. How did you do your first deal? I mean, you know, how did this go about? I mean, did you come here? Did you start working a job initially? Right? I mean, how, how are you surviving? And then what, how did that translate into the first deal? Cause I mean, you got a million dollar business now.
1: Yeah, so a quick background when I came to U.S was uh, I was working gas stations, 100 dollars a week, just crazy, and just trying to pay off the debt. But after a couple of months, I realized that that's not what I came here for. So as soon as I, I could get, um, my parents were like, "Okay, now you could go ahead and you know go for your dreams." Then I just started knocking on doors, and I, I made a list of uh, I read "Rich, Dad Poor Dad." I read "Think and Grow Rich." And uh, I made a list of a couple of people and uh, like realtors. And honestly, I didn't even know what realtors were. Like I had no concept of how it works here. Mm -hmm. Um, So right outside my apartment building where I used to live, there was a big sign say we buy the good, the bad, the ugly houses. Mm -hmm. So I just went and knocked on the door and be like, hey, I I would work for you for free if you could teach me Mm -hmm. real estate. And he took me in, and, and um, you know it was a great experience for a couple of months. And then I, I I went on to another internship winter, and he was really good. And I was basically managing all of his rentals. So one day I you know I received a call with a lady saying, "Hey, you know I need a house, and uh, my my grandmother is losing this in a tax sale." Mm-hmm. Now I had done some tax sale work before, so I, I knew how it all worked. So I went ahead and claimed the house and um, took the deal. Uh, there was a little bit of probate issue. I went ahead, and paid taxes. My mentor, like the guy I was working for at that time, gave me a loan to go ahead and buy the house at eight percent a month. So eight percent a month. It. Yeah, ninety-six <laughs> percent a year.
0: Is that even legal so, where you live in India? No. Okay. <laughs>
1: Hey, I got to do what I got to do. Yeah, I do what you got to do. Okay, great. So I took the deal. uh, Three months later, uh, it was a, you know, it got a little messy, but I received a check of $7,500 and I was just flabbergasted.
0: Uh, So so let me hear this straight. So you found out a lady who was basically behind on her taxes. Yes. She was going to lose the house. Mm -hmm. Okay. You then had her give you the house, basically, like you know, quick claimed it five thousand bucks. Five thousand bucks. So you gave her five thousand. I'm assuming that you took over the back taxes. Is that what you were saying?
1: Yeah. And about, what were the back 9, taxes? 000, about nine thousand dollars, eight to nine. I don't remember the exact, but somewhere in that range. Okay, so
0: you basically paid about fourteen thousand for that house. Is that kind of what I'm, I'm hearing?
1: That yes, right. that's correct.
0: So the way that I, I, uh, and just for any newbies listening the back taxes, which is about 5,000. I'm sorry that you gave her 5,000 for her equity. Uh, and then mm-hmm. there was 9,000 in back taxes owed, right? Is that, did I say mm-hmm. that right? And so that's why I yes. combined those and she basically gave you the house. So now you have it, obviously you had a mentor, you got uh, money from probably the most expensive source that you could find 8% a month.
1: <laughs> shark, shark money, shark, shark money.
0: money. Yeah. But Hey, the, actually the purchase price wasn't that much. So the interest rate you know, d- doubling twenty bucks isn't isn't that hard to do, right? But <laughs> so, yeah. how did you get rid of the property? Who'd you sell it to?
1: I had to struggle finding a buyer because mm-hmm. I, I took it to my mentor and I was like, "Would you buy it?" And he said, "Yeah, I'll give you five hundred dollars for it." I was like, "No, yeah, that's not happening." So I just tried, called around, talked with people, and mm-hmm. um, I signed it over. You know, it took uh, two and a half, three months to close because there was a little bit of probate issue. Yeah. But we finally got it cleared up because the property was, you know, a really small purchase. So it didn't have to go through a lot of hassles. But, you know, the interest was piling up. So I was, you know, like doing DoorDash in the evening to pay off the interest at the end of the week, 2% right. a week. But, but yeah, so that's how I got rid of it. Just uh, local network groups and uh-huh. just kind of Wherever I can find people, just right. talk to anyone and just uh, found a guy who said he'll he'll take it and uh assigned it and closed it.
0: That's awesome, okay, so you got your first deal seventy five hundred bucks you scratched and clawed your way to that first check. I'm sure it felt good, right oh yeah, uh, take us oh, to yeah. where we're at you know now I mean you know we work together now, uh which is pretty exciting. I've seen a huge huge transformation in you so yes. Obviously, that was seventy five hundred dollars. I know we talked yesterday you know you're mm-hmm. you're doing fifty you know full forty fifty thousand dollar deals on the regular now. Tell us a little bit about you know how you moved from that to what you're doing now
1: great question i mean it's from when I did that deal, it took a lot of you know like courage and figuring out on how can I do this over and over and over again and mm-hmm. really could make a living out of this so it's just really a lot of hard work, a lot of focus on where I want to go, meeting people, creating connections, and you know, I, I kept just trying and trying, knocking doors, sending letters, postcards, whatever it took. I was just doing it all, um, and I, I got one, two more deals, and like in 2020, that's where it really hit. Like like mid 2020, that's where I remember hitting my first six figures, and I will like. What the heck? So after that point, it was just all about to have the right team, have the right connections, look at my challenges. So you know, a lot of masterminds, a lot of connections, and uh, a few partnerships here and there, very successful ones and bad ones. And now, you know, we do 30, 40, 50,000 deals. We average one a week, and uh, we own. Uh, I personally own quite a bit of rentals under my portfolio. So, um. so 20, I mean, 21 years old. I mean,
0: listen to this. I I love this. So breaking this down though. Okay. Kapil, let's, I I think we talked about a deal yesterday What it sounded like it was 40 or $50,000 from a direct mail lead, which I love. Right. Tell us a little bit about that deal. Right. How'd you find it? What list was it from? Uh, what did the conversation sound like? You know, from the beginning, and I'm not I'm not letting you off the hook here, right? Yeah. Someone's listening right now, and they need your help. So this was a direct. Uh, I remember I told you to use a particular postcard, right? I think that this is the funny thing, right? What would you say about the postcard?
1: When I know you, when you told me about it, I was like, uh, no one likes this, on, on my team, yeah, but it works. Mm-hmm. That that's all I care about. It works. People like it, and the deal we got from it it came through unknown equity mm-hmm. absentee owner unknown equity uh, it was a duplex uh, in, in a decent location a 70 year old gentleman you know just wanted to be out of it you know mm-hmm. the tenant's been there for like 45 years right so you know, so just, just
0: backtrack me. though so you went you went to list source and you pulled the category called unknown yes. equity. equity okay yes so usually what that means is that's a, can i interject here kapil that yes, usually yes, means that the county doesn't have a lot of data on it, right? And so mm-hmm. it usually gets overlooked by other investors, but typically older, owned by someone, just like the way you're talking about, this avatar, right? Yeah. So you met with yeah. him, he called off the postcard, right? Mm-hmm. You got the list from list source. Did the call come in? Did it go to voicemail? Did you answer live? What happened there?
1: It, it went to the voicemail. Okay. My lead manager uh, took it on uh-huh. and... Uh, we set up an appointment. We met on the property. You know, we asked. Of course, there. You know, there's a whole qualifying process of timeline. Why? Mm-hmm. Why do you want to sell it? You know, the the reason of selling was very simple. You know, yeah. he's old. Doesn't want to take care of it. But when I went on the appointment, I offered him seventy thousand. Right? He said that that's low, really low. My competition offered him ninety two. So he said we we're twenty two thousand dollars apart. And I, I was like, hey. If I cannot be of any value here, you know, I'm, if I'm not the right fit, that's okay, you know, uh, but just keep me in mind. If that deal doesn't go through, give me a call. And guess what? He called me and he said the guy never closed. So he said, uh, you know, we need to get this closed in, in a week. He, he needs some money for some, some health problems. I was like, all right, you know, we, we signed the contract and, you know, we're planning on closing it at, in Monday. So in about a five day, uh, five day timeline, and and he's really happy. You know, we're we're taking it on with the tenants, and I, I promised him that we'll give the tenants at least one year to figure out uh, where they want to go. Because of course, you know, they've been there for forty five years, so that was his biggest contingency on the contract. Was I have to promise him that these tenants that I won't increase rent for at least a year?
0: Okay. So you're like holding that. this as a rental, if I'm hearing, if I'm... If I'm... Yes. Okay.
1: Yes. It's an opportunity zone rental, but you know, mm-hmm. I don't want to go into that. But yeah, that's why I'm holding it. Okay. As a tax benefit. Yeah.
0: Awesome. So there's a huge tax benefit there. And we can talk about that on another show. But basically, you're walking into about $60,000 in equity. But one of the big lessons, Kapil, that I really want to point out is when you talk to a seller and you make them a low, lower offer than they're expecting, a lot of people will say no, right? And yeah. most investors yeah. stop. And, but you stuck with it. And the guy came back and you weren't scared to say, no, you know what, go that other offer. It's great. Give me a call. But you were right there when he was ready to go. I really want to commend you on that.
1: I appreciate that. We we did try other caveats. If you want to do a seller finance, it wasn't for him. You know, Mm -hmm. he's too old to look into those options. And we were like, hey, you know, if if you can get better, good luck. But that's what we could do. I think it's all about got to buy it at the right price. Right. Did
0: you offer him a novation?
1: I did not offer him novation right. because of the tenant situation, got because one, one year contingency would be yeah. almost impossible. Yeah, yeah. I, could, I could definitely see that. Yeah, good call there.
0: Well, yeah. awesome, awesome job. So now you're closing big deals on the regular forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars 60000 deals, which are my favorite. Um, yes. You've got, a, you've, you've got a team. What's next for Kapil? What is your dream for this real estate business? What's the next step?
1: We're really looking to grow into some more areas, potentially uh, some of the Michigan, Ohio areas that are uh, close enough to me. So we're trying to grow, um, or you know, bring on more acquisition people on our team, so mm-hmm. we can uh, or partner up. So just trying to scale this up and yeah. copy paste my operation with some more some more people Got out it. there. So. We're trying to grow into, uh, you know, a three four million dollar company in the next five to six years. Nice. So that that's really our goal.
0: Okay. So at the end, uh, if you're interested in partnering with Capil, right, I'll, I'll let you give out your information here at the back end of the podcast. So I mean, I'm just sure. I got to reiterate this, guys. Came to the country at 17. Whole family had 1,500 bucks in debt. Didn't know anything about real estate. Found a, a local mentor. Did his first deals with no cash out of pocket, but paying 8% interest per month. That's like, I, I don't know what that is a year, eight times 12, uh, but that's 96. like... Yeah, 96% uh, interest, which is just completely insane, but still made money anyway, right? Started to realize it was a smarter way. Started doing direct mail, uh, which you know I, I love, obviously, doing internet leads too. Big deals, over a million bucks, and now on his way to three to five million... Bucks. Going to get there, my friend.
1: Yes, we will get there.
0: So someone' someone's listening to this, let, let's give them three tips, right? Th- three tips. What What do they need to do either to get started or if they're already doing good, how to get to that next level? Uh,
1: my, my first biggest tip is, especially this year, before we started working together, need to, whenever they're driving to these appointments, acquisition appointments, or if they're starting up or doing anything, do not listen to music. Put Todd Toback on the system there, and just listen. <laughs> just listen. That's well, thank you, my my friend. First, that's my biggest tip because that has tremendously, tremendously changed my life. Just listening and executing. Just listening and execute. And you know, don't do anything. Just whenever I drive to any of my appointments, I'm listening to No Limit Sales System. Or I'm listening to your podcast. That's it. Those are the only two things. Uh, my second uh, biggest tip would be, you know, focus and go after your goals. The bigger, the better. You know, when when I was 18 years old, I took a piece of paper and I wrote that I want to be, I, I want to have a net worth of million dollars by the age of 21. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have a penny in my pocket at that time. It was just a dream, right? But when I got close to 21, I was like, I, I did some maths and I was like, I was fairly close. So do not do not worry about setting up big goals. But of course, taking massive action is important, not just setting up goals and not taking any action, is not going to do any better. Mm-hmm. So set big goals. The third one is be genuine and connect with people all day long. Like the, the more the connections, the better. Right. And Try to go out of your way to build that extra connection. You know, I, I've, I've literally done deals with my cash buyers. Mm-hmm. Like I, I did a four house portfolio, well, five house portfolio deal earlier this year where I wholesaled him two of those houses three years back. And now I wholesale them again. Right. But it's just going out of my way. Right. He, whenever that buyer or whenever he would fly in the town, he was from Vegas taking him out on the lunch, taking him out on dinner, right. uh, offering him to stay a night at my house, like stuff like that. It's just, it goes long ways. Right.
0: That is awesome. 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 It's funny. I, we, we've re-wholesaled houses to people who we've wholesaled to. That, yeah. is, that is great. We actually did one for $60,000 last year, which I was pretty shocked about, even, even for me on something that we re-wholesaled from someone who we wholesaled to. Um, yeah. <laughs> that is so, um, so phenomenal. Um, Kapil, those are three really good ones. So uh, first of all, I want to congratulate you on your success. If you guys are listening to this, some really, really good nuggets. You know, If you're not inspired by this, uh, you don't have a heartbeat. Uh, So Kapil, how can people get in touch with you if they want to do deals with you or if they want to partner up? Uh, Do you have an Instagram account or Facebook account or email you want to
1: give out? Yeah, just uh, reach out on either uh, Facebook or Instagram. It's my first and last name, Kapil Singla. Or uh, you can also email me. Uh, At my first and last name, Kapil Singla 3737 at gmail.com. Okay. So it's, yeah, Kapil Singla 3737 at gmail. We would love to partner up either if you have, if you're in South Bend or if you're in Northwest Indiana, you got deals, uh, feel free to give us a call. If you you got big portfolios in this area, we love portfolio deals, 10 houses, 20 houses, or three houses. Anything works for us. And if you're looking to partner up and open up a new market with us, absolutely. And of course, always looking for private lenders, anyone interested in uh, having a decent return on their money and uh, want to invest in a successful operation, have a guaranteed returns, we can definitely help.
0: Are you paying 8% per month? Uh, no, um, (laughs) I'm just teasing you. Um, but Kapil, that is awesome. 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 Uh, by the way, if you want to reach out, you're listening to this. Uh, I am actually spending a lot of time in the wholesaling Inc Facebook group. So if you want to reach out to me, uh, you can always tag me, uh, look on Facebook, join the wholesaling Inc. Facebook group on Facebook, and uh, I'd love to connect you there. You can also hit me up on um, Instagram or Facebook at Todd Toback, and I would love to hear from you. Let me know a question that you have. Let me know a topic that you'd love to hear about, a deal, a win, a struggle, and uh, I'd love to talk about it on the podcast. Thanks so much, Kapil. Thank you. Talk to you soon.